Welcome to Both Sides TV. I've been meaning to do this interview for a very long time with my friend John Shahidi, uh, the owner of the at John Twitter handle. That's me. How did you get at John as a Twitter handle? Oh man, that was so long ago. Um, Were you just like one of the first people who registered or? No, I had John Shahidi at first and um, I mean, man, this was like, I'm gonna say late 2008, early 2009 and um, I think it just like it was being squatted on. So I just reached out to Twitter, and they were so small back then yeah. that like they would just respond right away. I said, "Hey, I want this name." They're like, "All right, done." I was like, "Oh, well." Those yeah. are the good old days. Yeah, those are good old days. Now you could probably get, not even get John Shahidi now. And uh, what I think you're probably best known for. I mean, you are the creator of a very successful application called Shots, mm -hmm. which we're going to talk about today. Uh, you've built multiple companies, you built games companies, uh, and you will over time increasingly be known as that, but it's probably hard to escape your ties to Justin Bieber. <laughs> and Justin Bieber is an investor in Shots, is he not? He is, yeah, he's an investor. How did you meet Justin Bieber? Um, I met Justin, oh, I'm going to say it was like 2010, um, maybe 2011, I don't know the years I can't even keep track anymore but um, he was playing one of our games so we had a, we had a bunch of different games before shots we were my brother and I created like a dozen different was there a name in that company or yeah was it was it? Rock Live okay, it was actually Rock the same Live. company we okay. just rebranded as shots a couple years ago um, and he was just playing one of our games and he was at a hockey game with a friend of mine a mutual friend Ben Baller and um, and Ben texts me and said hey you won't believe this I'm at this hockey game with Justin and I'm like, oh, really cool. And he actually, he texted me a selfie of the two of them. I said, that's really cool, man. Like, you know, the Beebs, you know, I was back then called them the Beebs. <laughs> now, I, now I hate when people call them the Beebs. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, I said, that's really cool. And he said, no, uh, he's like, I'm not texting you to show off that I'm with them. He's like, I'm at this game. And, he, and he's not even watching the game. He's playing your game nonstop. And he said, we're sitting on the ice and he's literally playing your game. And I said, well, tell him I'm flattered. Like, that's yeah. awesome. You know, we were sitting in the garage with my brother and I. We had some seed money but we're stressed trying to figure everything out and he said Justin wants to call you tonight a 404 number is going to call you answer I thought all right so it's like 10 30 at night and I get that call he's like this is John I was like yeah he's like hey this is Justin I was like what's up he's like hey I just want to tell you I'm a big fan of all your games and I want to meet you ASAP so Sam and I, my brother. It's not often that Justin Bieber's calling someone to say I'm a fan. It was the most yeah. random. Even when I'm talking about this right now, I was like, did this really happen? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just such a random phone call, random, you know. And then just when he called, I wasn't expecting him to be so nice and pleasant. He's like, you know, he was so. It wasn't like, hey, you should do business with me. And you know, there there are some celebrities that out there that you know. Um, that are, have an attitude like that, but it was the other way around. He was like, I'm so, you know, I want to meet you guys. And so um, he lived out in uh, Los Feliz at the time. And um, we, we met with him and we shared him our vision and he shared the game idea he, he had and we just hit it off then. And it took a couple years before he became an investor in Shots, but um, we just became buddies. So he invested, mm -hmm. and if I'm not mistaken, Floyd Mayweather invested as well. Like, how mm -hmm. did that come about? Floyd, uh, about a couple years before that, um, another mutual friend of ours, Chad, had introduced me to Floyd and just told Floyd, hey, you should hear this guy about what he's doing and social media. Um, 
you know, with, with these social media and social apps. Before games, we were actually creating these like social apps. And now I'm talking about 2009. And it's not Chad Johnson, it was a yeah, different Chad? Yeah, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. so, um, so, um, so anyway, so we were in Miami, I don't remember for what, and uh, Floyd was out there for Super Bowl. We weren't out there for Super Bowl. I think it was for an uh, event for work. And um, we met with Floyd and you know, same thing, just shared with them the vision. He said, I love this. I love what you and guys are do doing. And Justin and Floyd are in the early days. Did they use the product? Uh, the the games? No, when you launched Shots, when you first yeah. launched your yeah, yeah, selfie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. originally a selfie app. We're going to talk about how the app has changed. but Yeah, um, yeah. we actually, because both of them invested in our gaming company, we mm -hmm. sat down with them, and you know, especially Floyd, because Floyd actually had invested a lot of money into the gaming company, and we had... Share, you know, with Justin, we actually shared the concept of shots early, okay. and he believed in this and believed in this positive community. With Floyd, I had to sit down and say, "Hey, listen, I know you invested in games. Mm -hmm. um, we want to pull all our games from the App Store and not did, make it in games." Did, did you say to Floyd, "There's this thing in tech called a pivot"? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the pivot. And make like, sure that yeah. there's like glass between you and him yeah, when you yeah, tell him yeah. you're pivoting with his money. But you know, the 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 thing with Floyd though is I didn't think about this when I told him about this was. Um, with shots, and you know, hopefully your um, viewers know what our mission was, and I know we'll get into it. Is um, but he's got four teenage kids, so oh, okay. it wasn't that hard for him to say yes. You know, okay. I didn't think I, I was I was worried. In fact, yeah. like I think it took it was like weeks before I called him. Sam was like, "Have you have you talked to Floyd? He should know this." I was like, "No, no, no, no I don't want to do it yet." You know, and then finally I was like, "All right, I'm gonna do it." Yeah. And he was like, I love it, no, do it, you know, I'm proud of you, you got my full support, no matter what. And, and uh, I just want to position it this way, but I want to wait to talk about the product, but your idea for Shots is how do we take social media, and in particular images, which is what has been images and video driving social media a lot, and build it in a way that's really supportive of young people, of teens mm -hmm. or people in their 20s, in a way to fight back against the bullying that happens in social media. Is that a fair description of what your vision was? Yeah, yeah well, that's what the vision initially was, and it's evolved so much from then. And we've had to be careful with the wording and messaging as well. Because we're going after such a young audience, you can't come off as this like, G-rated social network because right. now you're not cool. Right. You know? And that's why... Um, yeah, at times when uh, the press and media, all they want to do is talk about Floyd we're like, and Justin, we're like, oh man, like, come yeah. on, there's more to this. But then at the same time, it's like, ah, actually, well, at least you're making our product come off as more cool. Yeah. And even though, you know, calling it shots is, is somewhat edgy as well. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, yeah, what we wanted to do initially, and then, you know, how it's evolved is we wanted to be. Well, we wanted shots to be digital people watching. Right. That's what we wanted. We, you know, no different than if you and I went to a bar, restaurant, we would just sit there and a lot of people walking in and out, we are just kind of like, oh, that guy's interesting. Look at these yeah. two, you know, that type of thing. And that's what we want to see, is from, but from all around the world. Uh, but since you do put your face out there, and so we only had the front-facing camera. There was no okay. back camera. There was no double shot. There was no video. Um, even messaging we put in last second. But now that you're putting your face out there, you're putting yourself out for some of the worst criticism out there. I mean, yeah. you know, like no one wants to be criticized for their face or their family members or your, your name. Those are really three things you can't really change. You're born yeah. with. So we said, well, we got to be careful well, in here. In LA, you can change your face, let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> well, and, and people are changing their names, <laughs> you know. 
But let, let's come back to product in a okay. minute. I want to give people a sense of what it's like to work with celebrities. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't mean I want behind the scenes stories of trips to Vegas with them, but um, it's something that a lot of people aspire to, not because they want to be around celebrities, but a feeling that if I could get somebody using my product who has an audience, it would give me an unfair advantage. And I think it's fair to say, at least with Justin Bieber in the early days, it did give you an unfair advantage, mm -hmm. right? Like a lot of people downloaded the app and wanted to feel like they had access to Bieber. And that came with huge positives because it drove millions of downloads. It came with some negatives, I think, which is how do I get associated as being a broader base application than a Bieber app? Yeah, yeah. Is that fair? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and of course we went through massive criticism from day one, before launch. You know, Dan Primack had written about, uh, you know, Justin Bieber funding a social network. I think that's what it literally, the title of the story was, Justin Bieber um, invests in social network and mm -hmm. social networks coming out this Thursday. And I think the story came out Monday morning. And all of a sudden, you know, you get the gawkers and everyone else of the world, oh, Bieber. You know, you combine the word Justin Bieber and selfie, you know, yeah. like it's like, oh, <laughs> selfie, Justin Bieber, you know, yeah. it's like, and then, you know, we were a combination of both. Um, but going back to working with celebrities, you know, because I think about this, and th there's other celebrities that are investors in shots yeah. and we work with, you know. Um, Examples? It, uh, Snoop Dogg, okay. Wiz Khalifa. Um, um, so Mark, Mark Suster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am an investor. So Snoop, uh, Snoop uh, invested as well. Yeah. Um, so, but none of that really matters if the product's not 100% there. Uh, yeah. You know, we and we knew that from day one, and we, especially with all the noise, especially with all the press, positive and negative, everything that was coming was like we can't lose the vision. We can't be excited about the most influential musician and one of the most influential athletes in the world being behind us and for, for a large amount of money. I mean, and, I, and, and Bieber in particular, if I remember correctly, in the earliest days, there was like an 80% correlation between people who use shots and also followed Justin Bieber. And if I'm not mistaken, that's totally flipped now. It's something yeah. like 70 plus percent of people don't follow Justin. Is that, is the data roughly right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or am you're, I you're good. You're, you're, you're good at this. <laughs> yeah. um, you're good at finding the stuff. Um, no, so what, what we looked, so that first month, right, after the storm hit with everything, press, downloads, everything, we, we looked and we said, all right, we gotta focus on product. But we said, I wonder how many of these accounts are coming because of Justin. Mm -hmm. So I think the first, I think it was the first month, maybe the first two months, but um, you know, we launched on November 12th. I think it was the end of December we looked. We had around 200,000 signups. And um, so Sam, my brother and also co-founder, he's more um, product side, on the product side and technical side of things. So he, he looked at all the accounts that had Twitter connected, that signed mm -hmm. up using Twitter. Back then we had signing up for Twitter. Now we're focused on the address book, but um, and we'll get into that later. And of all the users who have Twitter connected, what, on shots, the 200,000, what percentage of those users follow Justin on Twitter? Mm -hmm. So we said that that'll give us an idea of how many people are here because of him. It was 88%. Right. 88% of our platform. We're like, all right, yeah. It's good and bad, right? I mean, it's good. It's great because he's got, we know he's got 150 million fans. So even if this platform was a JustinBieber.com app, right. you know, and we had 150 million teenage you would take it. female users from all around the world, not just the U.S., I would take it. Um, 
I mean, that's like what Snapchat numbers are, even I think WhatsApp when it was sold to Facebook, right? So, yeah. but anyways, but we said we don't want to be that. That's not what we want to be. That's not why we built this. Can't get stuck there. I think that's a lot of people who have celebrity investors get stuck in that world. We can't do that. So we said, let's put our heads down. Let's focus on the product. Let's, let's build different, uh, different ways to invite friends, tell others, but let's make this product so great that these users go and tell a brother, a sister, a classmate, a teammate, a family member, and, whomever. And just to give people a perspective, um, because then everything else you say after this will help people understand the data that you understand that a lot of people don't. You have five million active users. Uh, five, about, yeah. About yeah, a little bit more than that. That's okay. the last number we know. That's the last yeah. number that's public. So. Mm -hmm. Whenever you gave that five million number, it's gone up yeah. since then. The average user is 16. 16 years old, yeah. Right, so you're capturing the demographic everyone wants and it's really hard to attract. Okay. And this is the thing that shocked me, 75% female. 75% female, yeah, but then that Bieber number, we also looked at Oh, there's um, the Bieber correlation. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but that Bieber, because I want to get back to that 88%. Uh, we, so we looked at that same number when we hit two million users uh, last summer, mm -hmm. uh, so it's, you know, the app was about s seven months old, and uh, we looked at the same thing. Of the two million users, those who have Twitter connected, what percentage are following just on Twitter? And that mm -hmm. number dropped down to 27%. 27, wow. So we, we focused on the products, right. and we built all these different features, and we made the product, and then we had launched Android as well, uh, where these um, this group of, uh, um, users that had joined shots were telling others and mm -hmm. that's what we wanted uh you know the example I, I love using in some meetings that we have internally is um you, are you a basketball fan yeah okay so if you remember in the 90s early 90s before michael jordan won all the, have i used this analogy i don't you? think so okay no. okay so or if you have you haven't used it with all, all right good well i wanted uh, yeah and i want to make sure you you know that uh, you understand this too is up in the early 90s, before Michael Jordan won all those championships, it was always about Magic versus Michael. Right. And uh, we grew up in Los Angeles. Uh -huh. So, and, uh, I, you know, I was a huge Magic Johnson fan. Of course. You know, Lakers, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't grow up too far away from, from the forum, so I was diehard. Uh, this specific year, I think it was like 1992 or 93, uh, Magic Johnson came out a pair, with a pair of shoes with LA gear. Mm-hmm. Right around the same time, Michael Jordan comes out with Air Jordans with mm -hmm. Nike. Okay. Of course, I bought the Magic Johnson shoes. Right. I had to, right? right? I didn't even care. Michael Jordan, no, no, no. I'm going Magic. Whatever Magic is yeah. selling, I'm, I'm with Magic. These shoes were awful. They were ugly. They were ugly, uncomfortable. Yeah. My mom spent 100 bucks, and um, never again. Never did I buy them again. LA Gear didn't focus on quality. They just mm -hmm. focused on the celebrity. Right. Nike focused on quality. So 25 years later, they're still selling Air Jordans. My, Ma Michael Jordan's been retired. I mean, Kobe Bryant's almost retiring. My still selling. kids knew what Air Jordans were before they knew who Michael Jordan was. Yeah. I mean, that because says it all. Product. It's a brand. Because it's a brand because and of a product. Yeah, they saw the product everywhere. They yeah, just yeah, knew yeah. Air Jordan. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, Nike didn't get clouded with this, you know. With Michael Jordan, celebrity, great, you know, they said we're gonna make this product great. And if Michael's gonna push it, Michael's gonna push it even better, but yeah. no matter what. And that's kind of how we look at things, is we don't wanna be the LA gear of apps. We want, right. we wanna do what Nike did. And we want, you know, sometimes we think, we say, you know, we say this, and people think you're crazy, is like, I want shots to be around in 25 years. 
right. I know a lot of these apps aren't going to be around. I, a lot of the apps that launched in the last two years since we've been around aren't around yet and, anymore. But you know, I think about the next 20 years, 25 years. And uh, when we talked about us looking at an investment, one of the things that really struck me, impressed me, and one of the things that really persuaded me that I wanted to be an investor was your discussion about how children are bullied or feel insecure with a lot of traditional photo sharing apps. Um, myself, I was very publicly uh, angry with Secret mm -hmm. as a company, as an application, because I saw it be used to bully people. Um, I think that's how we connected, because I think you and Mark Andreessen were going back and forth on Twitter. Right. And, I, and then someone had forwarded to me and said, hey, look, you're not the only one being against these um, yeah. anonymous apps. Look at these two guys. I was like, whoa, two of the most influential guys in tech are actually speaking up while all these other guys are investing and putting yeah. all millions and millions. And that's, that's I think, how we connected. And You know, I, I don't know why. I guess I just grew up um, having empathy with people who are bullied and feeling how terrible it is. And then later in life, uh, have two friends who had one who had her sister who committed suicide after being bullied and a very close friend of mine whose daughter did. And it just hit home. I mean, I always felt this way. And then I have very thick skin and I choose to be somewhat public. And so I'm willing to take anonymous attacks. And I have somewhat of a megaphone that if I get anonymous attacks, I at least have a means of responding to them. Uh, it also helps that I'm married and have kids and a mm -hmm. family and I can feel very secure. But I think being a teenager today must be very tough. Now you gave me some of your ideas that were built into your product that you felt were important. Do you want to talk a little bit about how that as an ethos has permeated your product design and how other people thinking about you know, teens or young kids may think about products? Yeah. Well, you know, we um, when we were designing shots, and this, and this is why sometimes I'm, I've never used the word pivot because it wasn't, you know, um, we were actually, our games were successful and we were making money. Yeah. Uh, we had a casino game that was generating a lot of money and didn't even have a million downloads yet. It was generating, and um, I miss it. And sometimes I think about bringing it back too, but. Um, you missed the money or the casino game? Both, it was fun, <laughs> it was fun. It was, it was blackjack with your friends. So yeah. it was like super fun to play. And it, was, it wasn't, obviously it was an iOS game, so it wasn't for real money, but. Um, yeah. but it, it was like a change of mind. My brother, Sam, um, does something that drives me crazy, but um, he sends me like two to three industry articles a day, every single day. And I was like, I don't have time to read all this. And he still does it. Mm -hmm. And he's been doing it for years. And he used to um, send me these stories um, nonstop. And you know, he and I have both been bullied. And I know a lot of people have been bullied, so I'm not gonna bring out the violin, but um, mm -hmm. You know, but we, you know, we've got our soft spots because of what we've been through, and so I think that's what happened with these articles. He would just send them nonstop about the rise of teen depression. Um, uh, four out of five U.S. teenagers say they've been bullied online. 
uh, you know, 70 plus percentage of them um, are saying they're feeling depressed because of social media. Then at the time, this is a few years ago, uh, you know, there were like platforms like Ask FM and I think one year, I forgot, but there was like a handful of uh, reported suicides from a site called Ask FM that I've never even heard of and had yeah. it never even became mainstream relevant. So all this stuff's happening. I was like, well, like, we got to do something about this. Mm -hmm. We got to do something about this. And we've got Floyd on board. And I know Floyd, you know, is, you know, with, with Floyd is, I, I, I know, like, I know we could talk to him, right? It was hard, but I know we could talk to him about this. And then, and then Justin loved us and wanted to invest in us, even though he loved our games. Mm -hmm. But when we shared with him our concept, he would, so I said, we could do this. And but talk about what specifically this is. Yeah, yeah, so, 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 and so, so what we did is we made this product very, very safe. And 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 reason why I'm talking about them is because I said we can get them to help push it, so we don't have to worry about all these different. Because one thing is no comments. We don't have comments inside right. shots, and that that affects virality yeah. a lot. Uh, no follower numbers. We don't right. show that. Well, yeah. that takes away gamification. Yeah. Uh, so that that affects right. And, but I, I, back in my mind, I knew I had the, this distribution. I could figure it out. And what, so what we did is we said let's make this safe first and worry about virality later. And I think there's something about that ethos, like I think to Tumblr, okay? Because mm -hmm. I think if I'm not mistaken, Tumblr you could favorite, but you couldn't downvote and they didn't allow comments. Yeah, yeah. And I think if I remember correctly, David Karp was saying that he wanted to build a platform that was positive and productive, which is why he didn't want comments. And anyone who's ever dealt with comments knows whether you're on Hacker News or Reddit or Y Combinator, uh, or say that's Hacker News, or um, uh, YouTube. Comments are, especially if you feel you can hide behind anonymity, they can be brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah they can. And especially, um, I'm glad you have thick skin. I don't. I'm, I'm very sensitive. And, uh, you know, recently I admit to, like, insecurities I'm, yeah. I'm very insecure most I'm in my 30s are, most people are yeah but I've, I've sometimes i feel like like i barely even like to be on camera like yeah. i do these interviews we get yeah. these requests all the time i was like uh can i just email you what i want to talk about right. like right. yeah um but um you know something had to be done and we said we will b build these features or not even build them leave them out and we'll worry about virality later, which is the opposite of what a lot of these platforms are doing. Uh, the, 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 sorry, if yeah. I just say the one thing. So the no comments had been done before, and it's somewhat anathema to me because I always think about engagement as mm -hmm. comments. But then when I think of it in terms of younger people and comments and safety and you know, uh, everyone sees the stories about people going online and saying you're fat or you're mm -hmm. this or you're that. And so you remove that. But the other thing was follower count. And I'll, I'll just remind you what you said to me was, if you look at young people using Instagram, you end up, and this is particularly true with girls, but I think it's true with anyone, where you feel insecure if your friends have, let's say, you know, 500 followers and you've got 70 mm -hmm. that you're being judged. Mm -hmm. And so you feel the need to share and compete to get the number to an acceptable level. Um, or if you put a photo out there 
and everyone can see that it only got three likes while everyone else is getting 25, that you that leads to insecurity. And tell me if I'm wrong, but this is my memory of shots. Uh, ethos is you can favorite stuff, but you don't show the follower account to other people. Mm -hmm. So no one feels measured or judged. Yeah, is that yeah, fair? Everyone feels equal. Everyone feels, um, everyone feels, you know, um, like we're on a you know same level and uh, but what that's actually done so that that affected our initial growth like mm -hmm. even though we had you know a lot you know a pretty good growth but not great growth mm -hmm. you know like like I said we had two hundred thousand users in the first you know two months and you know we had a guy with tens of millions of followers, you know, saying, add me, you know, and it wasn't like, you know, viral, uh, the, the viral features weren't kicking in. But what we've noticed through time, though, is now, and we didn't know this, we didn't know this, but we've looked at it now, is because comments give you anxiety, mm -hmm. right? I post this, God, what's someone going to say? What's someone going to say? You know, and then the follower numbers or how many likes you have per post, uh, make you give you this uh, feeling of pressure right. it's like this better be good or I better if I'm you know I, I don't know how many followers you have on Twitter but if I'm a VC and I'm setting something up I better have as many followers as Mark or else I'm not gonna look as good as far as deal flow goes um, so that's pressure right and so what we've noticed is since we've taken away that level of anxiety and that the feeling of pressure uh, people are posting more mm -hmm. and it's because they're posting more and, and still, even though we have the other camera, uh, they're still mostly selfies and um, being uploaded inside shots. Um, you're you're seeing like people, the realness in people. You're seeing like true feelings. Mm -hmm. uh, people always text me, or sometimes if I post one, sometimes I'll post my shots to my Facebook. My Facebook is very personal, um, it's just family members. And every time I post a picture. Everyone says you gotta smile more, John. Yeah. Like you never smile. You do have a very serious. Look yeah, now, yeah, man. all of them. But you know what? I've taken like thirteen hundred pictures in the yeah. last two years. Yeah. Like eventually, you're just I don't smile that much. That's yeah. just me. Yeah. But but since that's the real me, you know that that's the real me. Right. It's not fake. It's right. not fake. If I took one picture or two pictures a year, yeah, I'm mean, like yeah. <laughs> but I, I, that's not. Although me. I've decided, I can't remember what they call it, duck face or whatever. Like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that but called? It's duck face. But you don't even see duck face yeah. much because people are uploading so much they don't worry about yeah. it. Duck face, you know, everyone's trying to make their face look skinnier. That's yeah. why. That's why they're doing a duck face. Yeah. Yeah. I see thinks, it on Facebook. It's so weird to me. That's that's what it is. It's you know. People are trying to make their face look skinnier by doing that, and but you don't have to worry about it. You don't see duck face on shots. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. Yeah. You will not. I don't. I forgot about duck face yeah. um, because you don't have that feeling anxiety. So what's happening is now it's true feelings. So now you're relating through photos. Right. Very very hard hard to quantify, but it's happening. And so feature wise, what have you learned? You have uh, shots where people can like it, so you can get the feeling that people like it, but you don't feel judged yeah. by size. Yeah, and, uh, and you can see the amount of likes, yeah. but you personally. Only you the see only it, you other see people it. don't. Yeah. yeah, so I I, I have used shots, so I see yeah. that. Uh, and um, you don't allow comments, and you follow people, so there's followers, but you don't publish the number of followers, right? Correct, yeah. So that I don't have to feel anxiety that John has more followers mm -hmm. than yeah. I do. Um, 
you did some, an interesting feature, which I always liked. There was a company called Frontback, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that company? Yeah, yeah. And you actually had that as a feature in your app. Is yeah. that popular? Do yeah, people double like shot. that? No, it's, 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 not a, it's not a normal way to take pictures. So okay. it's going to take a while to become part of people's habits. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why the company didn't end up as a standalone yeah, company yeah, becoming yeah, as big. Yeah, it's definitely complimentary. Um, and you have... Uh, video in your app? Mm-hmm. Are more and more people using video or do you find most people still using photos? Now video's been taken off. We haven't had time because it's only just been, uh, I think we launched it last week of April. Um, so we haven't been able to sit down and figure out why, but one out of po- one out of four posts right now inside shots are videos. Okay. And um, yeah, and uh, not so much selfie videos. They're usually the other way around. So most of the photos or selfies, but some, okay. most of the videos are the back camera. So uh, we haven't had a chance to look into, but we're flattered that it's working. Anything else I haven't covered that you've learned about uh, applications built for young people? Um, you know, I mean, I mean, it, I think we're going to talk about young people over all the all the topics that you're going to want to go over. So, uh, well, one I'm, one question I have for you about millennials in particular. Um, you have some views about how millennials consume news and yeah. how that's different than stuffy old Gen Xers like me. Because I can tell you how I consume it. Huh. I DVR the most boring shows you could imagine. CNN and no, I've seen 60 that. Minutes. No, 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 no. Well, so I, <laughs> I'm not a baby boomer. <laughs> baby boomers watch 60 Minutes. I watch Fareed Zakaria. Who's, it's the best show on television. You should uh, the best news show on television. Okay. You should watch it. Okay. It happens to be on CNN, but Fareed Zakaria is wonderful, and he talks about world news. Uh, I watch Meet the Press because I'm a political junkie, mm-hmm. uh, and I actually tape. And this probably does age me as a baby boomer. Uh, I actually tape. Um, used to be called the McNeil Lair Report, the News Hour on PBS, and I just I do it like I do all TV shows. I watch the upfront news bit for like five, six minutes, and then if any of the stories interest me, I fast forward to them. Um, That's how Gen Xers can yeah, and, yeah. and, and I still read the paper, I still, too, I still watch, uh, I still read the New York Times. But I know you watch, you get your news another way, I know. Oh, of course I do, Twitter. Course, Twitter. Twitter's the number one way. Okay, okay. Number one way. Um, so, this, yeah, I'm glad you brought this up, because this is uh, something I've been thinking about, because we've been playing around, okay, like what are next steps for shots? Okay, people are taking photos, people are using it, we're focusing on, you know, connecting more with address book friends and being able to, you know, worrying about the virality stuff that we weren't so much focused on at first. But what's next? And um, a couple interesting things happened in the last few months. Uh, I was out with a, f- a friend of mine, one of our one of our investors. He he had this suite at the Giants game, and I was there, and I was bored. And he said, "Hey, I want you to meet one of our LPs." And um, I was talking to the LP, and we were talking. He was a uh, you know, he kept talking about Snapchat. He had. This 14-year-old daughter, and he was talking about Snapchat, and and I think this right around Snapchat Discover had come out, or you know maybe just a couple months after, and um, he says, you know, what are your thoughts on Snapchat Discover? I was like, I don't, I don't really use it, but you know, I'm reading about what people are saying about it, and I don't know, I think it's too early to tell. Mm-hmm. Like the Apple Watch, you know, everyone asks what I think about the Apple Watch, too early to tell. Uh, but. You know, I said, well, why? What are your thoughts? He said, my daughter's on there nonstop. Okay. He said, nonstop. And I said, what's she doing in there? 
and he said she's either writing her friends but, or, or you know, snapping with her friends or she's spending some time in this discover section. Mm -hmm. uh, and I said, she likes it? She's like, yeah. She's like, I come home from work and she tells me what's going on in the news. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, how do you know she's getting it from Snapchat? She's like, my daughter doesn't watch TV. She he said, she literally turns on TV once a week, watches Keeping Up with the Kardashians and tunes out, doesn't watch anything else on TV. Mm -hmm. And now she's talking about me about you know, political stuff mm -hmm. and what's going on around the world. I was like, that's interesting. You know, that's interesting. I was thinking about it, but I was like, eh, that's just random. Uh, so this was a few months ago. Uh, this last Friday, mm -hmm. um, I took a day off work. I came down here and Justin and I spent, Justin and I spent a day together. Um, he had just finished this song that he's releasing um, and, and I just, we just finished up this update. And so we're just driving around and and I, you know, and he's, as you do. Yeah. Well, there's not much. I mean, I love Justin. Justin you know, you know, okay. you know, but there's not much you can do. You can't yeah. just go to the mall or the <laughs> beach with him. You know. So like, usually yeah. we just, you know, he's got this uh, suburban um, style car, this Escalade, and you know, we send in the back. But anyway, so does he get hat and glasses on so no one can tell? That, that doesn't help. That doesn't, so help. That doesn't even help. No. Okay. Um, so. Anyway, so, so we're sitting around, we're just driving around, and I'm, you know, he's on his phone nonstop, and I'm looking, and well, after a few hours, I just, you know, I kind of like, I noticed that 75% of the time that he was on the phone, mm -hmm. he was in Snapchat Discover. And, okay. he was, and this is a kid that doesn't really, other than the hockey, he doesn't, right. and some, maybe a little basketball, he doesn't really care about sports, he's in ESPN. Right. And he's switching to people. And I don't right. know if, will, if he's looking for stories about himself. Then he's going to CNN. Right. Back and forth. The other 25% was split between shots, Instagram, and Snapchat. Mm -hmm. his, he's got a personal Snapchat. But he was spending a lot of time. I was like, this is, yeah, this is interesting. So, so I came back, and when I was talking to my brother about it, and you know, we were building some, um, you know, uh, some media stuff inside shots, and we started looking into it more. I was like, yes. You know, Justin or, or this guy's daughter not watching these shows that you mm -hmm. talked about. They probably not, I haven't even heard of most of these shows. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> so um, I think that's the way. I mean, it, everyone always talks about this is the new TV, yeah. and, I, and it really is. You know, it's gone. Media has gone from print a couple hundred years ago to radio a hundred years ago to TV fifty years ago to internet ten years ago now to mobile mm -hmm. and. Um, you know, that's where they're spending most of their time. Like, our generation was spending most of the time behind the TV, so that's why we're still used to, and now it's still part of our habits, that's the way to go. And even the shooting that happened yesterday, yeah. I heard about it, I just went straight to Twitter. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't bother to go to CNN. For news, I go straight to Twitter. I think Twitter is the breaking news source, yeah. and uh, they need to figure out how to channel that even more. But uh, what my, my observations on news, number one, uh, the biggest thing that I think has changed in news is the following. When I go home to see my wife, I will say, oh, did you hear about such and such? Yes, I read the headline. Or if mm -hmm. I'm at work, mm -hmm. hey, did you hear about da da da? Yeah, I read the headline. And I think headlines have become insanely important. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Twitter, you know, and social media in general promote that, but you get a sense of, a breadth of what's going on and then you can dig down into what you care about more. Number two, tools like Pocket I think are really important because in a world where we're bothered and we're going through stuff, we're not ready to necessarily commit to deep dive in something, right? That's why TV works because you're ready for a lean back experience and you just say, I just want to 
I want someone else to drive for a half hour. And so what Pocket does for me is I scan the headlines. I know, so, so there was an article I saw on Twitter today. It said uh, something like explaining black internet. I'm sorry, black Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you know, black Twitter is a, a thing. It's a hashtag. It's a, yeah. the uh, African-Americans use it's Twitter. It's the second biggest community. Yeah, and they Twitter. use Twitter in a different way than other people do. So there's a different kind of culture that's emerged. And I've always wondered about it. I've asked all my African-American friends about it. It's uh, something that interests me. And there's an article apparently in The Atlantic about that. So I know the article's there, but I have time to read. So I sent it to Pocket, and then I'll sit one day when I'm in lean back mode, and I'll sit and read articles. And then the other interesting thing for me for uh, news is that as news has exploded in terms of numbers of stories, curation matters even more. Mm -hmm. So whether it's media redefined, I don't know if you ever read that, it's Mm -hmm. great. If you don't, it's Jason Hirshhorn, um, where they send you a curated list of what they think you should read, but it's broad. He wants you to read about music and art and tech and tries to drive you across multiple things. How does he know what you like? Well, it's so two things, one is, it's what he thinks the most important and not just jason he's got a whole curation team what he thinks is important now by the way you get a headline and an extract and then you decide what you want to read but he's what he's trying to do is not just serve up what you would normally read because you can get that on twitter yeah yeah but he he hooks me i'll go read about something i would never read about um, which is uh interesting so there's those kind of curation platforms there's also Uh, platforms like Nuzzle. And what Nuzzle does, you probably know this, is um, it's a platform for seeing what all of your friends or people you follow or interested in are reading in terms of news stories. So it's it's a way of using your friends or people you're interested in and to curate for you what you read. But so, this is this seems to be where news is going. Yeah, to. but the, my only thing though, and one is when I was talking about Justin, I'm talking about not Justin Bieber, the pop star. I'm talking about a 21 year old mm-hmm. kid, right? Um, and the thing is, I don't know if standalone products are the solution for millennials. Like I don't like if I if I if I said, hey, listen, I, I see you're spending a lot of time Snapchat stories. You know, you know, it's a great news app. It's just get Pocket. And mm-hmm. you're like, he's, like, oh. he's like, I came here to look at this snap that I got, and then I got hooked there. So I don't, I, th- I think it's more of a complementary product mm-hmm. than a standalone product. Well, I think there are different use cases, and I don't see necessarily millennials flocking to, sh- to Pocket. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, by the Beautiful way, product, and I love it. One of our engineers came from there. By and the way, for what it's worth, I've spent a bunch of time watching news on Snapchat. It's the only thing I do on Snapchat, really? for what it's yeah. worth. I yeah. mean, okay, I'll go on, and when people send me snaps, and I'll watch them. Yeah. I don't quite understand how to use Snapchat. It's not that I don't understand it, but yeah. I don't understand when I would care. Like, I don't have any reason to send an ephemeral video of me or photo of me to people, so I don't do it. But I consume them when people send them to me. But I do like the Discover product. I thought it was very cool. Yeah. You know, so here's the obvious stuff on video is our consumption time is getting shorter and shorter. The way that me as a Gen Xer, the way I use it is, I watch TV, I DVR, I watch the bit I want. When I watch uh, Jimmy Fallon, I watch the monologue and then I'm out, right? Yeah, yeah, I bounce yeah. and I wanna go watch you know, John Oliver or whatever. Um, so I think the shorter form really appeals to people. And I do agree with you, which is once Snapchat, which millennials love, 
once they get you hooked, then they earn the right to bring you over mm -hmm. and show you other things. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's a very well built app. It's just it's counterintuitive to my brain how to use it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just very, very different. And first, you know, guys, our generation that's signed up for twenty five different networks in the last ten years. Um, or at least 25 different, you know, you, you've got this one. And that's kind of how we look at what SHOTS is like, we're not going after the user that signed up for 25 different things because they, they, they're they not going to understand SHOTS either. Yeah. We're going after the user that's signed up really for less than five different products. Now, you said that you thought we got connected when um, Mark Andreessen and I were talking about our mutual dislike of Secret or apps like Secret. But the truth is, I became familiar with you two years before that because I got shahidied. Mm. That's a term, right? Shahidi. Yeah, but I shahidied you during yeah. the Mark Andreessen. You guys were going back no, and forth. No, it was before that. Was it? Yeah, I got shahidied before that. I got shahidied a couple of years ago. Uh, Mark has taken to calling you the Twitter WMD, yeah, weapon nice. of mass destruction. Uh, Fortune, Recode, other people have called you the king of Twitter. Here's an observation I would have. Uh, you have 400,000 followers, is that about right? Yeah. Some, something like that. Uh, whenever you've tweeted with my at name, well, the very first time for me, uh, multiple years ago, I couldn't use Twitter for like a week. <laughs> because every one of your followers kept telling me, follow me, follow me, follow me. And I would go to my at tab and I couldn't, see anything anyone else said because of that. Um, that's gotten better. Now the follow me, follow me, follow me is like an hour. Um, what is that? What is Shahidi? How do you have this like following of people and, yeah. and what have you learned from that? Um, well, the thing that we used to do and I need to go back to doing it because we've been so busy with the product that I haven't spent so much time is we, we spent a lot of time communicating and tweeting with our community. Um, you know, if people had a question or an issue, we would tweet them. Um, so I, I used to spend a lot of time on Twitter, not, as, not so much. Now I try to, even yes, you know, yesterday I went on and I tweeted four or five times and then I signed off and I said, I'm not going back on for a couple more weeks. Um, but, um, you know, it's just, it's really not that hard. You know, it's, it's really simple, you just have to talk you just have to speak with the community. You know, have a pretty but, good but to, but to be fair, yeah, I, I have a... Uh, but like, your core audience is not a 16-year-old yeah. teenager, yeah, right? Okay. Like so that, that's different. Yeah, so, you know, like you're... That, that's, that's the thing, like we have is, you know, and they go, they go, you know, and, and sometimes I'll tweet them during the day not thinking these, these kids might be in class, right? Mm -hmm. It might be 11 a.m., so they're in class. So what happens? Oh, my God, John Chihidi tweeted me. And the entire class of... 50, 60, yeah, 80 yeah, people are, you know yeah. what they're saying? Who's John Shahidi and yeah. why is she so excited? Yeah. So they all go and they mm -hmm. look me up, yeah. right? They, they, they search me and they say, oh, this guy seems kind of interesting. Oh, S Shots, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Wow, let me get it. And, and by the way, she's so excited. How come no one cools tweeting me? So let me go and tweet him. And but that's kind of how. But you know, John, you said something interesting to me, which is you said you used to be on Twitter all the time and now you're a bit busy. So you log on every couple of weeks. Um, is that Twitter's problem? Do you think that, do, do we go through a life cycle where 
people use it a lot, they enjoy it, they engage, they're getting something out of it, and then they get busy and drag somewhere else and mm. it doesn't stay as relevant for them? Or I, 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 There's so many think? different things I think are Twitter's problems. I, you know, um, yeah. uh, just social media, including us. We've got to, and I, I don't even try to focus on their problems because I want to focus on ours and uh, make sure we do things right and not make any mistakes. And um, I think just, you know, there's so many different options, right? Mm -hmm. Like, do you only watch NBC? You know, no, I don't you know, watch like, NBC you know, very, very often. Yeah, like so. Uh, but if they had something that was interest, you know, that that would interest you, you would tune into yeah, NBC. Yeah, but there's a difference, I think. Uh, if I take a content channel, which is what NBC is, I could decide if they have shows that are relevant mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. The thing for me, so I haven't tired of Twitter. I haven't weaned my use of Twitter. Um, I use it first and foremost as a newsreader. And I don't just mean that I want to go read stories on, you know, what's going on in Iran, for example. I go on there just to kind of know what's going on yeah, in general, like what's happening, what's happening. And, what's happening. and thoughts on them. Yeah, and just, no, I just want to know what's happening, what's yeah. relevant, what's current. And then the second thing is I'll go check app messages. Yeah. Has anyone said anything to me? And I, like you, I respond to a lot of people. I can't respond to every single app message. I respond to a lot, a lot more than you think. Yeah. And I think that one thing's changed is a lot of my peer group, a lot of the venture capitalists uh, who were chatty and engaged in the early days, they have gotten a little bit tired of doing that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not tired of that. I enjoy going on there and asking a question or making a comment and jumping in and scrapping and talking to people. I think it just goes back to my youth of being in chat rooms and chatty and talking to people and stuff like that. And I find it a, a fun way to engage with new or different yeah. people. But I mean, it seems yeah. other people have kind of gone yeah, off that. I mean, you know, it's hard for me to say anything bad about Twitter just because like those are like most of my friends. Yeah, and even though Dick's not there, but but Twitter, just but wondering. It's it's you know, but I'll say you know, it's no. They've got a product issue. Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's everyone's talking about it, and um, they you know, so that's something we think about. And one thing that we um, many people don't know, but anytime we come out with a really big feature, we actually remove a lot of features. A lot of features that aren't really being used that much. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, they're gonna be excited about video. Kill that feature that's only being used by 5% of the community. And I don't think Twitter really thought of that, right? They were growing, they monetized, and they did a great job monetizing. Um, I, I haven't paid attention to the recent earnings, but you know, everyone says they're making money, which is something three years ago people said they- Two billion dollars, something like that. And I, if you remember three or four years ago, everyone was like, how's this company ever gonna make right. money? Like, mm -hmm. it's not gonna be possible. So, um, but no one really focused on the product. No one really focused, okay, people aren't using Twitter the way that we signed, when we signed up, you know, um, people aren't using it in that way. They, that, uh, people who signed up in 2009, 2010 are using it. Um, so they've got it, they had to like make some changes. Like one of the things that Twitter, and, and I've actually heard some rumors, and it might just be rumors, is like making a standalone messaging app, right? Like that should have been done a long time ago. Because now you're just gonna confuse people. Like you should have done that a long time ago. Um, you know, news, they keep moving things, right? Like they keep moving. 
the uh, the trending sections, and that's one of the most valuable. I mean, if we're talking about going there for news, we got to go straight to trending. And now yeah. trending is tailored, local, all these different things. It's like all these different changes are being made, and you know, a lot of companies make changes. And in fact, we we make changes. And in fact, a word that we're, we're getting away from is calling the changes. And even internally, we don't call our, our app updates updates internally. We call them new experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple's done a great job. Apple's changed a ton. But when they change, they, they come out and they, they, they introduce it as a new experience, not an update. And they really market and they educate you on why this happened. Mm-hmm. And I think they think through it because they're product people there. And, they, um, and people understand. I'll say, oh, okay, cool. I get this. I want to, as we start to wind down the conversation, um, I want to talk a little bit, I want to go back to this idea of celebrity. Not to tie you into Bieber or tie you into that, but you more than most have figured out how to use uh, access to celebrity to your benefit. I mean, again, just looking at the list of people you've worked with, either before shots or with shots, Mike Tyson, uh, Ronaldo, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Usain Bolt, um, obviously Floyd Mayweather. What advice would you have to people if they want to find a way to get access to their first celebrity? Mm-hmm. How does one get access and how does one engage? It's simple. Just make something cool. Make mm. something cool. Make it great. They're there. You know, especially these days. You know, mm. um, celebrities and other influencers are so interested in tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll they'll find it. So you would say that what gave you access initially was the fact that you had games that people liked. Yeah, and they liked yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking about 2009. We're not yeah. talking about like because, yeah. because I mean, not in a negative way, but like when I think of people who hang out all the time with celebrities, I live in LA, so I know these people. Um, you don't fit the archetype. Like they're kind of button down shirt, a little bit, you know, I don't want to say smarmy, but like yeah. super slick, cool. like. Yeah. Buddy, buddy, at the club drinking champagne. Yeah, see, I don't do that. And I don't you really seem uh, like a normal guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. I don't, um, I don't do that stuff. Like even that day with, with Justin last Friday when we were together, I think he went to a club with Rudy, my, mm-hmm. my friend that you met, and they were like, "Come to the club." I was like, "I don't go to clubs. Like, I don't, yeah. I, I don't do those things. Yeah. Right? I'm staying here for the weekend, and um, and and plus, I live in San Francisco, so it's you know, I don't." Uh, I think, well, Justin, my relationship with Justin's different now. Like, he's mm-hmm. literally one of my best friends as far as, you know, personal life goes. And um, so, you know, that's one thing. But then then, then I've got this business relationship. I, I, but, like, that's, but I also live in San Francisco. So I'm not, like, going out to clubs. Mm-hmm. And I've got, I've got something really big I'm building with my brother. And yeah. that's our focus. And, you know. Um, all this other stuff is not really, that's not what excites so, us. So would you say, so someone builds an app and I just have to hope that somebody... Look at Dub Smash, right? Dub Smash, every celebrity is using Dub Smash right now. Yeah. The Kardashian family, all those girls are posting. And I looked into it. They don't yeah. have deals with these guys or anything like that. It's not like they're investors. They're using it because Dub Smash is fun, right? Like gotcha. a lot of different stuff. Uh, Uber, right? Like... Uh, a ship recently, you know, kind of my influencer friends were talking about the ship app. I was like, how did you guys hear about ship? They're only in five cities. Like, yeah. how do you know about it? Like, oh man, this is so cool. We just take pictures of things and just send them here and there. You know, King Batch, one of my friends, he's, uh, um, uh, he borrowed his friend's Xbox and he shipped it back to his friend type of thing. So 
um, you know, you just make something cool. So find the shtick of I'm going to go find an influencer, I'm going to find an agent who's going to introduce me to an influencer, I'm going to give them, you know, 5% of my company and they're going to promote me. Like, you think that lacks authenticity and is less likely to be successful. Yeah, never that give. That's that's the one. That's the one advice I'd have. Mm. I mean, I will have a few other different advices, but one is never give, right? Yeah. Like you give you give equity, then um, then you're pretty much saying your product sucks. Yeah. Right? Like, hey, my product sucks, it's not taking off, please help me. And they're gonna look at it like, man, like, you know, I didn't pay for this, like, you know, I'll do whatever I want. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean don't don't do that, don't give. You never have to give. Just make something really cool and the, and they'll want to be involved with you, uh, if it fits their brand, you know, if it fits the brand. So, um, good, it sounds like your view is, it really does just boil down to what we in the tech industry always say, build great product, good mm -hmm. things will Oh yeah, 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 so. but don't, well the problem is though, um, it's exciting, right? If like someone like a, um, I don't know, um, What's, what's that girl's name that she's invested in? Uh, Jessica Alba, right? Mm -hmm. Like she's invested in a company that's worth a few billion right now, I've heard. Yeah, right? she actually helps run it. Yeah. Oh, she, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like think about this. Think about you're in San Francisco, right? And you're stressed and you finally raise this money. But, you know, San Francisco is a beautiful city. I love it there. You know, I'm, you know, as you know, I've moved up there a few years ago and I don't know if I'll ever come back. And, um, but, you know, for, for a big city with so much, you know, history, it's not the most fun city. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're sitting there all day and there's nothing to do and Jessica Alba wants to meet with you. It gets exciting and you, right. you know, well, she wants to come by the office, everyone gets excited, but, you know, it's like, no, like, don't get excited about that. Like, you know, remember, she wants to meet you, so. Well, if it's Jessica Alba, you can get excited a little uh, bit. She's married, no? Just, <laughs> but just excited to meet her, right? Yeah, but don't let that, don't change your product. She, of that. Is a, right. she is married, and her husband also does tech entrepreneurial does, stuff. Okay. He's a yeah, good I don't guy know named much. Cash Warren. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, but but you know, it's just it. And I have friends who have startups, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, so and so wanted to meet. This is so cool. So and so's come by the office. I think you should, you know, so and so NBA player. You know, not even the star of the team wants to meet." I was like, but it "Doesn't these things don't matter, man? Like, just make your product and make your product. And you know what? The president of the country is gonna want to meet you. You know, like, right. come on, like, just." So, what are you gonna do to get Obama on shots? Um. Well, you know, you have a plan. You know, we don't plan around that. He'll, he'll, hopefully, he'll hear about it, or the next president will hear about it and believe in the vision and say, "Hey, I want to be involved. I want to use it. I want my kids to use it." Um, but you know, we—that's the one thing we've never done—is we've never reached out to everyone. Everyone's are, always come to are us. Are people using your product internationally? Is it largely a U.S. phenomenon? Yeah, no, uh, U.S. is our largest market, but we're really big in Brazil, uh, Mexico, and Spain. Don't okay. know why yet. We haven't looked into these things. Why? We just know we're big there, and we haven't made any ch decided to make any changes to focus on a specific market. We did localize for those okay. markets, but uh, but we're really big there. And then um, some of you know some of our investors are really you know have a lot of exposure in China um, and um, China, Japan, and South South Korea. So those are markets that we are like exploring and learning. Uh, yeah. But th those especially China is different. You can't just Enter China, say, hey, we're cool, we're in the U.S. Yeah. Justin Bieber backed us. You know, you can't just you've got a lot, make a lot of changes. We may even have to call the app something else. Other than shots, shots right. might not make sense in their culture. Uh, good. Well, listen, I want to bring it to an end. I want to yeah. say thank you for building an app 
that is a safe environment for children. And I hope that can be an inspiration to other people to know that you don't have to build uh, game mechanics in and you don't have to build uh, apps that just become hot because they become the latest place to uh, uh, to bitch about your friends or yeah. to write on posts what you might write on a bathroom wall. And so I want to thank you for that. But I also want to thank you for uh, coming down and being on both sides of with course, me today. Of so course. I really and appreciate I'll, it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. All right, Mark. Oh, man.